the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. And hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Hope you guys are doing great. Happy New Year to all of you as uh, we get ready to celebrate Kickoff 2024. We uh, have a jam-packed show for you. Uh, Congressman Clay Higgins is going to drop by in in just a little while, and he has some shocking details uh, to uh, fill you in on regarding the border crisis. And uh, we're also going to be talking to Art Alley, our good buddy over at uh, Timothy Plan. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260. Two six zero five nine two six. So uh, there was some interesting audio that's uh, circulating and video, and we have it up at our website, toddsterns.com. A couple of days ago at LaGuardia Airport, uh, one of these uh, pronoun-confused soy boys was uh, at the uh, ticket counter there, the uh, gate agent, and um, I don't know, there was some sort of an issue and the uh, the Delta employees were very kind. Uh, they were very professional, and they were you know uh, calling him sir, um, and, um, and no sir, yes sir. They were just being very polite and trying to help this guy out. This um, this LGBT transgender dude, and we we've got a little bit of information about this fellow. Uh, the um, did a little bit of research last night, and if you go to our website toddstarns.com, we're the only people that have this part of the story. And uh, so if you're going to read a story about it, you need to read the one we wrote and the one we posted on our website over at ToddSterns.com. So this guy is uh, one of the uh, Netflix uh, stars. His name is Tommy Dorfman. And the guy's he's a man who identifies as a woman, but he's not trying very hard to look like a woman. This guy is is an ugly, he's an ugly woman. I, I just hate to say that, but uh, it's true. He's... You know how some guys uh, back in the day where you you would dress up for fun, you know, they would have like um, opposites day. So the girls would dress as guys and then the football players, you know, would dress as the uh, the girls, big, burly, bad makeup. Well, that's that guy. So it's not like he's walking the runway at the Miss Universe pageant. And it's I mean, he basically looks like a dude in a dress. He is um, he's a he played a role in this i don't think i saw this movie or this tv series 13 reasons why but i guess it was popular at one time on uh netflix 
And was that the one that uh, that that glorified suicide? I think that was the all right. That's the uh, that's the Netflix uh, show we're talking about here. So anyway, the guy gets all triggered because one of the Delta employees used the wrong pronoun. So I guess the guy got mispronounced. And you know, in today's society, I mean, you're better off going out and shooting somebody in the streets, right? They will treat you better. But if you mispronoun that person, well, all hell breaks loose. So that I want you to listen. What happened? The guy turns on his camera and he's filming all of this. So it, you know it's kind of a setup, but let's take a listen. And what about when an adult employee misgenders you I'm intentionally? So while she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also. Well, she did do it intentionally twice. You talking to me too? You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment if you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. <laughs> so a couple of issues here. The biggest problem, I think, and one of the reasons why this did not go over as well as they thought it was, um, is because the the transgender dude is a white guy, and the people he's dealing with are minorities, and that really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So this guy, so what you just heard, so the the transgender dude is is writing on his TikTok page, and he posted all this on his TikTok page. And he said, when you try to advocate for yourself at Delta and are met with even more transphobia and threats of being arrested at LaGuardia, Tristan, the employee, said he was fine with posting this, didn't realize it was condescending to flag a human rights violation after another employee misgendered me incessantly. (laughs) So this guy says that he is the victim of a human rights violation because he got misgendered. Now, Grace Baker, you heard this man speak. When you, If you were on the phone and this guy called in, hello, sir, welcome to the Todd Stard Show. <laughs> dude sounds like a late. I mean, dude does not sound like a no! late. That's the problem. He, he said, dude. If I heard that, I'd be like, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. And then he'd like scream at me. But he's not even trying. That's <laughs> no. what gets me. He's not he's even putting in the effort. Higher. He's talking like this. You could you couldn't add some like I don't know guy liner, sir. No, maybe <laughs> some some of the fake boobies. You couldn't. I mean, he didn't even try. No, not even trying. Hello, my name is Tommy. I'm no, I'm Tomalina. a I'm a woman. Tomalina. Tomalina. I don't know. Is that a name? No, I just made it up. I'm curious about Tristan though. Old Tristan wasn't having any of it. I will throw your ass right out of here. That's what he said. Hey, man. Hey, you good. do what you got to do. So a lot of people, you know, so the, so the guy, so Tommy uh, posted this on his TikTok, and thousands of people have been weighing in on this. So I couldn't help myself. I decided to scroll through the comments, and, and we have some of the best ones posted on. This is why you need to go to ToddSterns.com. Grace, nobody else does this, right? Yeah. The The stories are boring. They didn't know the context. They don't take the time to go in and actually understand, okay, who was this? Why was this guy doing this? Yeah. And what's the backstory? They just see the Twitter clip and they leave it at that. That's it. 
You're actually being a bully to the Delta employee. You are weaponizing your gender. It's abuse and arrogance, and it's disgusting. The audacity to expect strangers to know what gender you want to be called is insane. Props to this well-handled Delta employee. I agree. I thought the Delta yes. staffers did a great job. 100%. Uh, this employee held up to the value and mission of the company, handled situation at his best ability, deserves a recognition. Way to go, Delta employee. You can dress up as whatever you want to, but you don't get to bully underpaid employees for not playing. Delta should ban you for harassment. I think most people feel that way, that side with the Delta employee. The comment's literally running 95% against the guy on his own. Stop being a narcissistic, virtue-signaling fool. Leave ordinary people tf alone i'm not oh oh i know what that means all right not safe for the radio we don't have to lie on your behalf were you wearing a name tag that says your gender no then his guess is as good as anyone's these days it's true you don't know you don't know can't assume the last time i was in new york city when i had to go um i was anchoring for a newsmax and uh i forget where i was uh going uh, Oh, I was. I think I was at the um, the Plaza Hotel, having having dinner there, and um, went to the restroom, and there was a large Marge in the men's room. Oh, and she was eyeing the, she was eyeing the you know the, the latrine, and I'm like, darling, uh, that's not how you do that. No. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to you know get involved. Not in New York. So, no, <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. So anyway, a lot of people are really concerned. Because you know how these things go, uh, you know they. The reason why these uh, trans activists do this is they want to get the Delta employees fired. Of course, and they want to get money and fame and all that good stuff. Here's the thing: um, the guy didn't try this on the at Spirit Airlines because that employee would have come over the uh, come across the desk and beat the holy living crap out of him. <laughs> right? That's how they do it at Spirit. <laughs> You've seen the videos, Spirit. but this is Delta. You know, nobody does this at Delta. Everybody's no, fairly well behaved at Delta. Are. They're normally very nice. And you, really, you're going to do this at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are overworked. They're dealing with a bunch of angry, usually unbathed passengers. This is true. Animals. Very demanding. Like literally dogs and cats on planes. Oh, you got the dogs <laughs> and the cats. You got the, um, in some cases, the little uh, horse. You know, it's they have the, the ponies. Animal support. Yeah, it's terrible. So I, I mean, look, I, I hope they do get a raise, and I hope that it, that Delta does the right thing here. We don't want the Delta people to be fired. No, we do not. The, I, I'm curious to hear from you. Go to our website and watch this. The guy is just a jerk. You know what? Every now and again, and every now and again, back through the course of history, there have been jerks like this, and usually this is taken care of on the on the playground during grade school, during high school. This is normally where you work all of this stuff out, where you behave like this and you get punched in the nose. Not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the way things used to be back in the day. You act like a jerk, you get punched in the nose. And guess what happens, Grace Baker? Something very interesting happens. Something very uh, evolutionary. Yes. You stop being a jerk. That is that is tends to be what happens. Right? I mean, it. And sometimes all it takes is a bloody nose, and you know, then you're a nice, Learn normal, yeah, productive member of society. Which is great. But this is the problem. I was, um, we've got some, where is that audio? I, I'm i not even sure this is, I, w- I haven't even gotten to the woman who wants to have sex with an oh, oak tree. Oh, gosh. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about that today. That's consumed the whole morning. Where is, uh, <laughs> do we have the audio? There's a woman 
a teacher. Did I send you guys? Yes. Um, did I send you the audio from the teacher who says the problem is we've got kids that um, that that are not being raised right? That's the problem. I'm gonna. I will send that audio to we you. I was watching that. it last night, and it's fascinating because I guess there's new. Uh, there's something called Gen Alpha. That's oh, the new. Okay. So it's the Gen Alphas, Ooh. and the the teachers are millennials, or I'm sorry, Gen Zers now. So you've got Gen Zers who are now school teachers, and they're having to deal with these Gen Alphas, which are the younger kids now. So they're like the little kids. They're like the little kids, and apparently. We have been. We've got a generation which could be described as the spawn of Satan. Man, y'all thought Gen Z was bad. I'm that's, technically Gen Z, and that's what they're saying is that parents aren't the millennials are not raising the kids right. Mm. So these are so Gen Z now teaching the offspring of millennials. <laughs> oh gosh, and it's not Chaos. working out. And so anyway, yes. Yeah, so so I get this. I, so now I understand why this guy here is the, is the way he is. But just because you want to be, I don't know, you want to identify as a shrub, okay, have at it. It's America. Go plant yourself in the backyard. Let a dog pee on you. What do I care? But don't expect me to indulge in your fantasy. All these guys out there that want to cosplay as women, yeah, okay, fine. But don't get your pantyhose in a twist when I don't play your gender pronoun game. That's all I'm saying here. But, you know, there are a lot of – there's a guy out of um, – he used to be the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. What was that guy's name? Out of North Carolina, pastor of a massive megachurch. Well, we just have to practice pronoun hospitality. That's what Jesus would do. No, I don't think Jesus would do that, preacher. I don't think Jesus would go out there and humor somebody because they are misidentifying themselves. Because what you're doing when all of this goes down is that you're actually you are actually saying that God made a mistake, right? God made you a, a boy, but you say God made a mistake. You're really a girl. No, God doesn't make mistakes. But we have to practice home. We have to practice that kind of hospitality. No preacher, we don't. And see, this is the problem with a lot of the mega churches. And I don't mean to pick on the mega churches, but a lot of times the preachers they wear the skinny jeans so tight it cuts off the blood flow, and they're just not thinking right. Then, and most of them have never actually read the Bible. All right, we got to take a break here. Do you think the Delta employees did a good job here? Should they get a raise? Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. This is the Todd Stern Show. This Christmas, the new film from director George Clooney arrives. It's a rags-to-riches, absolute crowd-pleaser based on the number one New York Times best-selling book, the inspirational true story about one of the most difficult sports in the world and the 1936 University of Washington College rowing team that competed for gold at the Summer Games in Berlin. It'll inspire you folks. This team rode out of need, the need to eat, and the need to sleep. And it gave them an edge that captures the power of working together to overcome all odds while rowing for America. They don't make movies like this anymore, and it's filled with wholesome content that makes it the ideal multi-generational movie for the holidays. Joel Edgerton and Callan Turner star in this exciting and incredible story of courage, hard work, and determination showcasing America at its best. Believe in each other. Believe in the impossible. The Boys in the Boat opens Christmas Day in theaters only. Get tickets now. 
boysintheboatmovie.com. to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to. I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but these kids are... I'm going to just say this. I teach seventh grade. They are still performing on the fourth grade level. I'm a middle school teacher. I'm also 22 years old. And I will tell you, by far, we are doomed. Like, these kids do not care. Like, I have kids. All they want to do all day long is get high. Like I need to ask millennials, um, why are your kids so awful and more importantly, why do you think it's so funny? Your kids cannot read. They cannot write. They are ill-mannered. All right. Th- those are some school teachers who are all Gen Zers, by the way. And I'm not terribly surprised by this. I mean, we see this in the culture. In Memphis, Tennessee, most of the crime being committed by young kids, right? They've got millennial parents, and many of them only have one millennial parent, and that, and they just don't care. The parents just don't care. So the question is, how do we fix this as a society? I mean, if you've got parents that are going out there and they're like rabbits, that they're just popping out the babies, and a lot of these a lot of these women are going out there and intentionally getting pregnant because they want the checks from the government, right? We've we've seen this welfare babies. I mean, this is nothing new, but they don't care. They don't care about the kids. All they care about is getting that that check from from the government. And now we have chaos, and people seem to be shocked by this. I know this may sound like a radical idea, but maybe we need to rethink our culture. Maybe we need to go back and and reexamine what families used to look like in the 1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s, where, by and large, you had a dad who got up, went to work, And then you had a mom who stayed home and raised the kids and took care of the home. So mom was working at home. Dad was working at the job. Maybe we ought to revisit that. Maybe, just maybe, what we need to consider is that having 15-bedroom homes and having mom and dad bringing home paychecks over six figures Maybe that's not such a good thing after all. Maybe, just maybe, we should consider living within our means and understanding that the main thing is not necessarily having mom and dad out of the home working, but having one parent at home in the house. Maybe we need to go back to those traditional gender roles. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of the problem here. Maybe, just maybe, instead of sending the kid to soccer practice or going on a travel baseball team or sports team, you need your butts need to be in a church on Sunday morning. Just something to think about. I mean, these days, you've got parents who think their seven-year-old is some sort of an NFL prospect. I mean, it's crazy. So maybe society needs to step back, and we also need to understand 
that children are children. They're not adults. They're kids. They're children. And yet the schools are, are treating these kids like they're in their 30s and 40s. All this nonsense. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Oh, by the way, bad news for all you folks out in California. Pizza Hut says they're going to lay off thousands of California workers. So about 1,200, or I'm sorry, more than 1,200 delivery drivers in Los Angeles, Orange, and Riverside counties, that's in Southern California, are going to lose their jobs. And Pizza Hut says they had no choice to do that. So uh, there is a new state law that goes into effect uh, January one. And the new state law raises the fast food minimum wage by $4. So minimum wage in California, $20 an hour. And a lot of people in the restaurant industry were saying, hey, look, this is going to be a big problem for us because um, we just can't afford this. There's no way. We will either have to shut down our restaurants or we will have to fire our workers, or we will have to pass along the cost to the customers. Now, I know something about this, Grace Baker, because, you know, I've been a little under the weather over the uh, the Yuletide season, just a yes. little, just a tad under the weather, nothing major. Um, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to try to order some some dinner and sure. have it delivered, the Grubhub. Yeah, Grubhub. And so, uh, so anyway, I was looking, and I placed an order, and then I realized as they were tallying the order up, there were delivery charges. There were um, order charges. There's a gas tax. There's now. a gas tax. Then you have to have the tip yes. and some other sort of a fee. Literally, all of that was more than the meal I had actually ordered. And then it says at the end, it says, would you like to tip your driver again? And it's like, I can't. I'm broke. Right. And then and then the problem is with the driver's going to get upset and they'll spit in your food or eat your <laughs> French fries or whatever. Deliver it to the wrong address. Deliver it to the wrong address. So anyway, I thought, that's crazy. So then I went to DoorDash. 
Oh, yeah. Same thing. Unless you've got like a coupon where it's like free delivery. It's And they upcharge the food, too. Do you notice that? That the price of the food is Everything not the is price upcharged. that you could go buy it directly from the restaurant. So a lot of people so. are just, I, I don't see how DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber, I don't see how these guys are going to be able to stay in business. I don't either because I can't remember. I used to do it a little bit when it was cheaper, and now I don't remember the last time I did that. Even, it's not worth it. Even Papa John's Pizza. You know, you order just yeah. a regular pizza, it'll cost you 40 bucks, 50 bucks. It's true. It's unbelievable. The pri- And so so you, you do what I did, and you go scramble an egg. There you go. And you eat a dry piece of toast. Do do that was or a just, great, great again, Christmas. I'll go to, like, Kroger and just get, you know, uh, frozen pizzas. That's a little better. And you just have them on hand when you need them. That's what you need to do. There you go. That And you're right. I mean, that, and a lot, a lot of people cheaper. are doing it. So I don't blame Pizza Hut one bit. No. Uh, and Again, you're talking about paying your drivers $20 an hour. But it, it's so expensive to live in California. Yeah. So that's why. It's like, well, yeah, you have to pay them more so they can live. <laughs> a second Pizza Hut franchise is planning to lay off almost 1,000 drivers uh, in the Sacramento uh, area as well. That's so sad. So it's it's sad, but it, that's the reality of it. And then these people get so upset because you don't tip them. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like... Every, have you noticed everything needs to be tipped now? Like literally everything. Have you noticed that everywhere, everything? And I'm all about tipping people when they do a good job. Tipping at the restaurant, tipping at the nail salon. But I've just noticed everything. So is tipped. here's what gets me: um, you go to if you you go to carry. Oh, I know where this was. I went to it. Well, I can't. I'm not going to say the name because I really like the food. But it just irritated me that this happened. You know, they they flip the the little uh, pad over, and you have to you know you have to sign. Yeah. And so I'm literally purchasing something that I picked up out of the 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 freezer. Yes, and I'm handing it to them. Yes, and I'm paying for it. And uh-huh. then they say, "Oh, would you like to add a tip?" That's what I'm talking about. Where I'm like, and then they're looking at you, and you're sitting there like, "Oh, uh, what why? am I tipping why, you for?" Why, why? Yes, exactly. And so. And they, if they know who you are, you don't uh-huh. want to. You don't want to be in like page six of the New York Post no. saying, "Oh, that Todd Starnes, what He's a cheapskate! He oh. went over there to get chicken salad." Oh, dead gummit! I said the. Oh. He went over there to get chicken salad, and he didn't even have the courage to drop a twenty percent tip. Uh, well, no, they'll have like the uh, places now. It'll have like the required tip. It'll be like eighteen twenty percent on your bill, and then a three percent charge. They try to add on there. For restaurant fees, and then they ask you if you want to tip more, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that's so I was, more than my meal." And then I went to Houston's, and they they don't even take cash anymore. No, they have a big sign up. If you don't have a card, you cannot eat food there. Well, you know why they do that now? Because they don't dine a dash. I was going to say, get yeah, get robbed. Oh, that too. Oh, <laughs> they don't want to have well, a bunch of cash. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. They don't want to have a lot of cash. No. So a Food Network. Um, chef who is here chef tam is her name she's based here in memphis and she did they did a big interview with her and uh, she is uh, just a huge chef in the uh, african-american community uh just very popular and she said hey look uh people are not going to restaurants anymore because of the crime and and i know that's a hard thing for a lot of people to hear because you know she's probably a democrat but the the reality is i don't know if she's a democrat we don't know but you know it's a Democrat city. So the chances are pretty good. But the problem is, is who they're voting for. That's true. And, the, and that's the problem in California right now. All you people that are now unemployed Pizza Hut delivery drivers, got news for you. Who'd you vote for? Who did you vote for? 
Newsom. By the way, Chipotle. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. I always get that. Chipotle? No. No, I know it's Chipotle. It I used to call it Chipotle. Talk. Pretty good. That time I ordered, uh, where we went to the old ponchos. Oh, I remember. I was a big Family yeah. Guy fan at one point in my life. Huge Family <laughs> Guy fan. And uh, so I'm sitting down and I said, I'd like to order the uh, steak vaginas, please. Oh, God. <laughs> they looked That's at me. Terrible. By the way, Poncho's not even in existence. And now oh. you've got another Mexican joint. And they don't even hire humans. They've got robot waiters. Oh, that's the restaurant I'm, that does that? I'm not oh. making that up. It's true. They literally replace the humans with robots. At least, at least they still sell Poncho's cheese dip in Memphis grocery stores. Did it's you hear the about the Tesla? Dip. Man, I am so far off the mark today. Uh, the <laughs> I Tesla. heard about this story. Yes, the robot that attacked somebody. Yes. I'm telling you, people, go watch Terminator. I was just going to say, we have lots of movies about this, just like the meth monkeys we talked about yesterday. We have Planet of the Apes. Just stop. All that to say, you people in California, you get what you vote for. I mean, I really I want to feel bad for you. But you're going to be paying 20 bucks for a, for a Big Mac, and you, you deserve it because that's what you voted for. And don't come to Tennessee and vote for the same thing. That's right. All right, got to talk about this chick, and this is a very weird story, and it is true. Uh, we have a story uh, on ToddSterns.com. A Canadian woman says she is in love with an oak tree. Her name is Sonia Simniova. And she is a self-described echosexual. She clearly has um, peccadillos for hardwood. She would be considered to be a tree hugger, Grace Baker, a member of the LGB tree community. Oh, that's if you clever. Will. Clever. Um, we have some audio here, and uh, she explains um, the erotic affection she has uh, to the um to the oak tree cut number 10 moving in the year of a pandemic put just tremendous weight on my partner and me so much that we nearly destroyed each other in this time i developed several coping mechanisms and among the healthier of them was taking daily walks on this marsh swamp that is near my house these were therapeutic walks. I would cry in the rain, I would talk to my friends, and I would come up with these massive epiphanies about my life and how I wanted it to be. One of the most significant was the realization that I had been craving that rush of erotic energy that comes when you meet a new partner and that it is not sustainable. It doesn't last. We are human. We cannot keep up with that energy forever. Yet I believed it was possible. I believed I could tap into that erotic life force somehow, somewhere. And around the time of this epiphany, I began to notice that about the halfway point in my walk, I would pass a grove of oak trees and one particular tree in that grove called to me. So I began to stop daily at this particular oak tree and I began to lean against it, began to hold it and feel held by it. And I noticed that I was experiencing erotic attraction. Could have been poison ivy. I mean, it, that, that'll do it, right? You feel sort of like, I don't know, funky all over. <laughs> Are we, I'm glad it was an oak tree, not a pussy willow. That would have been really bad. May I just ask, I've got so many questions here, uh, Grace Baker, and I, I want to peel Me back too. the, I want to peel back the layers of the bark here. Oh, gosh. Um, it's a little sappy if you ask me. Mm. Oh, I, I see what you did there. 
Um, there, this woman, she, this is a real thing. This is, it's called echosexualism. And so this is happening all over the world that yeah, people the, are having relationships with ferns and azalea bushes and the whatnot. I have heard of this before, yes. Um, so I, I'm not surprised. It's just weird. But here's what got me is that the people that are the most critical are members of the LGBT tree community. And they say that um, it's not right that there's no way this woman can be attracted to to, to an oak tree. And, and these are the people that are the same people who said, Back in the day, love is love. That's true. And they also said, who are you? Who are you to tell us who we can love? That's true. And they were like, you Christians. Just want to point, this is a very slippery slope. Yes. But this is this is the slope that the LGBT crowd put us on. And now we're sliding right down it. <laughs> Remember the guy? Who's the guy in, was it Boston, who got married to his computer, his yeah. laptop computer? Yeah. And then there's the guy like in Japan that, you know, literally has a dog suit and acts like a dog. Got a virus on the hard drive. It's a terrible story. Very, very bad. Messy divorce. Mark Morano is the author of The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change. And he said that, that humans having relationships uh, is not uh, with plants is not unusual, as one might think. Um, what? And he sa- yes, he says that he goes, I go back um, at least five years on the exact phrase echosexuality. There are people saying humans should establish erotic relationships with plants. So this is deeply embedded. He says it's part of a deep green ecology where they sort of look at Earth as some kind of spirit sexual relationship. Oh, my goodness. This is like the two-spirit people. It's Well, it's worse than that. This is, this is really, at its core, the, the rot that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear these kinds of stories, it's very clear to me that God has given the world over to its reprobate mind. This is true. That's what the Bible says, right? He says, this is what happens when we abandon the teachings of the Bible. Insanity. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. Absolute truth tossed right out the door. And the next thing you know, ladies and gentlemen, as the great Southern humorist Louis Grizzard said, you're not even safe in the backyard garden. No. Remember the book? Don't bend over in the garden, Granny. You know them taters got eyes. What? 901-260-5926 is our number. No, it's it's a book title. The taters have eyes. (laughs) You've never heard of that? Is this like... 1984. What are they? No, what are they teaching you people? Not that. All right. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. As as bizarre as this is, and this woman clearly needs to be in some sort of a mental mental facility, this is what debauchery looks like. This is Sodom and Gomorrah, ladies and gentlemen, right before our very eyes. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing 
amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. Uh, Grace, I, I just got a note from one of our great affiliates, the owner of the station. He says, "Are you guys? Are y'all? Are y'all a little raunchy? What's going on here? Oh, no. Apparently, somebody called to complain. Yes, somebody. Did. Yikes! <laughs> All right, let's let's. What did the guy say? Todd has really got raunchy here in the last week or two. Todd has really gotten raunchy uh, here in, in the, the last wow, week. Really? Or two. Have we really gotten? During the Christmas season. Really? Well, that's inappropriate. Have I been raunchy? According to this guy, you have been. What have I said? We're just, it's the news. We're reporting the news. A woman's. And I don't mean, know, yeah, I don't mean to. Tree. We don't want to get dirty, but, you know, we're talking about oak trees. There's going to be some dirt your, involved. I was going to say, you got to get your hands a little dirty. We got to dig deep into the story. That's what we get do the here. the root of it. I, normally, we get the calls from the sweet church ladies, and they will true. let me know if they will. They let me know if I've gone over the edge. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will open this up to the to the church going audience of the Todd Star Show. Have we gotten too raunchy here on the program? These will be some interesting calls. Thanks, Todd. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. Why are we doing this? Nine zero one two six zero five nine Two six. I'm trying to think of what what could have set people off. Is <laughs> I think it was the tree lady. Oh, do we? She wrote a love letter. Oh no, no, I'm not going to play that. Should we play that? Right, Dylan's saying yes. All right, cut eleven. When I say I want you, okay. What I mean to say is that there's a special tree in a grove of oaks that towers over me on my daily walk. Oh my, his gaze. Like that of a guardian beast like leaves me breathless. Lesbian? Though I am dressed okay, in leather and wool, under his shadow I am as bare as February's branches. Well, that's when I trace my fingers along his body. Okay, tongue, we're done. We're done. Stop. Dylan, you need to go to church, young man. That's just inappropriate. <laughs> wow. All right. This <laughs> Grace, are we getting... Are, I got a call, but I couldn't hear the person. It was like, you know, a Charlie Brown person. I said, call me back. I'm sorry. I'm rethinking this. Next year, I should have just taken the week off. Right? I weird normally, stuff happens I ta- right now between New Year's. It's like they're fitting in all the weird news before the New Year comes it's around. It's true. This is true. So there's just a lot of freaky stuff going on. Yesterday, I, it was animals. We got beavers and monkeys. Today, tree ladies. Oh, it could have been. You know, maybe that it's just the news cycle. And, That's what I'm saying. But, but in, in our defense, you know, if we're if the taxpayers are are using our if we're using tax money to get monkeys hooked on meth, I think the people of America need to know they that. they do. Right? There's a monkey island. I don't think. I, 
Let's just put the tree lady on the monkey island. Are we just tempting fate here? We've got Terminator. We've got the robots, the AI. And now we've got, you know, we're we're getting monkeys hooked on meth. And soon they're going to be walking and they're going to be shooting at us. Not even 2024 yet. It's not. It is it is a bad situation. By the way, JFK, we're just getting this word in. Uh, that would be JFK International Airport. People are literally having to get out of their cars on the interstate and walk with their luggage because you have the the Muslim goons and the pro-Hamas goons that are literally blocking the roadways right now. Do do these people really think that this is going to endear us to their cause? It, I, it, it, it's beyond me. And why why the police are not getting in there and, and just getting rid of all of these protesters? Why are they allowed to congregate on roadways? So now a lot of people are going to be missing their airline flights. A lot of flight crews are going to get stuck in the traffic. They're not going to be able to take off. And they're just really making things miserable for Americans. All right, we got to take a break. We're going to go wash our mouths out with soap. That's what we're going to do. And then we're going to come back and try to do this all over again. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Honored to be here with you today. The filthiest conservative talk radio show in America. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, hello. Uh, all right, we've got a lot going on this hour of the program. I want to give you an update on a, on a breaking news story. This is a pretty big deal uh, where you have one of the nation's largest airports all but shut down. You've got uh, pro-Hamas terrorists, that's what I'm calling them, uh, shutting down traffic around JFK International Airport. And uh, people, are, it's causing a travel nightmare. Uh, people are not allowed to enter the um, the airport. And uh, a lot of people are literally getting out of their cars and they're walking with their luggage or suitcases to the airport terminals. And there are many there at JFK. I, I'm wondering why the police are not intervening. Have they been told to stand down? We, we do not know. But we're going to keep an eye on this. I want to go 
right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. Great to have a couple of wonderful radio talk show hosts with us. Our good friend Jeff Stein, host at uh, radio station KXEL in Waterloo. And also Andy Hoosier, who is the host um, of the uh, great um, afternoon drive show on KQAM, uh, the big talker in Wichita, Kansas. Gentlemen, welcome. This is the first time we've had two guys from the heartland uh, coming on the show together. Well, it's high time, don't you think, uh, Andy, that uh, that uh, we get the full representation we in the heartland deserve? I love it. The flyover part of America is the best place. Well, nobody's flying over today, guys. Uh, they've, they've got the uh, the airport shut down there at JFK. Uh, Andy, I want to start with you on this. Uh, I, I'm wondering what the strategy here is. I'm not sure this is going to endear people to the, uh, the, the pro-Hamas mob. Well, of course not. No, this is not what – this isn't beneficial. This isn't helping anything. This doesn't complete their mission or – fulfill their agenda in any way this is what the progressives do this is when they block traffic when they try and stop an airport i don't know what the end outcome is here other than to aggravate people because it doesn't win people over you would think todd that when we hold a rally and we do a conservative movement we we hold some type of protest ourselves which is very rare when we hold some type of rally it's patriotic we try to win people over we get people excited about things we hoot and holler and chant and sing along and do something what they do is they go out and they anger people because if we're not on board with them, then they just lose their minds. So I don't know what this accomplishes other than getting people very aggravated because so far we've had some relatively smooth travel for the holiday season all over the country, some of the best that we've seen really in the last few years, and this is not helping the situation. So I guess if they want to anger people, then well done, pat yourself on the back, but that doesn't win anybody over on your side. Where is P. Booty Juice? That's what I want to know. Where is our Transportation Secretary, Jeff Stein? Um, but beyond that, you're the attorney in the bunch here. Um, I'm one thing, I'm all about peaceful protest and legal protest, but do these folks have a right to block the roadways? They're doing this all over the country. They absolutely do not have the right because you have a public safety issue. You have the interstate commerce and travel clauses of the Constitution that specifically say that you cannot impede someone else's progress. First Amendment, yes, but not when you then infringe upon the rights of others in this way. You also know darn well if those people were wearing red ball caps and suggesting that a past presidential election was not decided accurately, they'd have been hauled out in a heartbeat. I want to play some audio for you guys. Uh, this is at LaGuardia Airport. A couple of Delta agents uh, having, a, having a heated conversation with a transgender actor who thinks he is an actress. Uh, let's take a listen. And what about when adults employ misgenders you so intentionally? Why she's talk, why he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's it also. Well, she did do it intentionally twice. Okay, so you're talking to me too. You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. All right, Andy Hoosier, if this had happened at the Spirit Airlines gate, um, fists would have flown. Uh, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Did the Delta guys do the right thing here, Andy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to confront some of this. But remember, Todd, remember, if you go after somebody and they are 
of a, you know, they're the special ones. They, they check the list for, I'm unique, I'm special, I'm the victim in society. Then you can't question them. You're not allowed to question them at all. So if, if you question them at all and you tell them that what you're doing is not okay or that you have to keep traffic going or that you have to keep people flowing right now, then, of course, you're the problem because they are the most special person that's around and everybody has to recognize that. So how dare you question their authority because that's the way that they live their life. So I'm telling you, Todd, I think 2024 is going to be a very big year for us because I think that we're tired of some of this wokeness and that we're just going to stop pandering to it day in and day out and that we're just going to start living our lives and they can react to it however they want to. Jeff, on that note, one of the big stories we talked about earlier in the show, this Canadian woman who says she's sexually attracted to oak trees and she is now involved in a relationship. Uh, my my concern here is um, how do we know this is a consensual relationship? That's an excellent point. And this, this shows, you know, we've talked about gateway drugs in the past. Well, they used to say, talk to your plants and that will help them to grow better. Well, oh, that God. was the gateway <laughs> to what you see today. And uh, again, how old is the tree? Is the tree able to give consent, Todd? I mean, I, there are, I, this story brings up so many questions, but I'm willing to discount it because she's Canadian, and that tells me a lot right there. Hashtag tree two. It could be a tree two <laughs> movement here, guys. <laughs> well, Grace, I, Grace I, just I, walked out of the studio. <laughs> don't you enjoy God, having Grace a there? family tree. Oh, oh, God. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Wow. Thank you, Andy Hoosier. Uh, <laughs> goodness gracious. All right. Uh, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, uh, we have Andy Hoosier from KQAM, Jeff Stein, KXEL. Uh, fellas, I, I'm curious to get your take on this big New York Times expose over the weekend. Uh, they did a deep dive. A lot of people now talking about the, the DeSantis campaign and what went wrong and and Stein, I know you've been you're in Iowa. You've had some a lot of one on one time with these people. What was it? What what caused the demise of Ron DeSantis in your estimation? He believed his own advanced publicity, and it was uh, another in the long line of individuals who thought you could take a few moments of success in a state and immediately burst on the national scene. Now, here's why this is different from when George W. Bush did it as governor of Texas 24 years ago. DeSantis is, in essence, trying to be Trump. Well, when Trump's in the race, the original article is there. It's really hard to make the case for people to vote for you. If these are folks who are Trump supporters, he's still an option, and as long as he's an option, they're going with Trump. DeSantis, though, guys, is in deep, deep trouble and in danger of finishing third in Iowa. Nikki Haley is coming on very strong. They're in a statistical dead heat right now. If DeSantis does not finish a strong second in Iowa, where does he go from here? Because he's already in Chris Christie territory in New Hampshire, down around fourth place. Andy, I want to get your take on this. You know, a lot of younger uh, Republicans are supporting Nikki Haley over Ron DeSantis. Does Haley have a shot here? Is there a path for her? Um, and we know Don Jr. says no way she's going to be uh, dad's VP. Um, so where where does all of this go? No, I have to disagree. I don't know where they're getting the, the fact that the young generation wants to go with Nikki Haley. I think there's two choices here, and you're right. I, I mean, I agree with Jeff that there's, 
there's a decline in Ron DeSantis because he believes some of the early polling. He thought he'd be able to walk out and just kind of take this thing without a whole lot of struggle. But right now, there's really two sides of the Republican Party, this ongoing internal civil war that we have of either let's keep the status quo, let's keep the go with the flow here, just kind of go along to get along, try and play nice, try and change things on the outer edge, but never really change the establishment and what's going on in Washington, D.C. And I think Nikki Haley, whether you like Nikki or not, and she, she's had some great conservative uh, parts to her at times, that she's kind of taken a hold of that. Is She's going to be that mainstream candidate with a lot of the big donors, a lot of the big backers, and try and just keep the flow going here, as opposed to someone like Trump. Trump, whether you like Trump or not, Donald Trump started some type of movement that says we're going to go in, overturn the tables, and just destroy the establishment and what Washington, D.C. is. And no matter what you do, you can't take that away from him. So there's really two sides of the Republican Party. Are you going to destroy D.C. and the establishment, or are you going to be part of it? And uh, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I, I, I got to disagree with you there, Andy. And by the way, I'm a, I've endorsed Trump. I'm, I've been on board that train for a while now. I, I think there is a three-way civil war going, and, and I think the three top candidates are symbols of what we're watching here. DeSantis with the conservatives, Haley with the establishment, and then you've got Trump, who is really leading this populist movement. And I think that's what's really that's what's causing problems now within the Republican Party is that it's really not just a, a shift. I mean, we're looking at a massive earthquake of a shift uh, when you embrace populism because Trump, at at his core, I don't think is truly a conservative as much as he is a populist. I, I agree. He is definitely the populist, and that can be dangerous at times, especially in the left side of the aisle when we're not really listening to the Constitution or what the, the, the rule of law, the founding of this nation, but we just kind of go with what the mindset of the people are at that time. That can be a dangerous movement, but the conservatives, luckily, have been able to piggyback on Trump. And while he's not a quote-unquote purist conservative or a purist constitutionist, they've been able to kind of steer him a little bit towards that direction for us to have that benefit. So uh, you're right, there is the populism movement going on here. And I think Vivek even is in that place, even though he's starting to slip in the polls some. He's been kind of that rabble-rouser. He's been the one, uh, I've even heard the conversation about him being part of the Trump campaign to just try and tear down the other candidates to try and pave that way for Trump to make it a little bit easier as well because of his anti-establishment talk that he has. And honestly, i got to say, as part of the younger generation myself, I think that he resonates with that, with so many that are in the younger generation that don't want anything to do with politicians, that don't want the Republican, the R or the D, that just want to stay out and just say everything's corrupt, I want it all right. gone. Trump and Vivek, I think, appeal to that crowd. All right, let me, Stein, I'm going to give you the last word here. And by the way, on Vivek, I find it interesting, he's after spending what? lots and lots of money on tv and radio ads over the past however many months now all of a sudden he's come to the realization oh that's old school nobody watches nobody listens to those ads nobody watches those ads when you announce three weeks before the vote that you're pulling your tv ads you have to say something other than it's putting good money after bad and so that's the spin that they're putting on with it but this fight is between the comfortable namely the elected officials, the party regulars, those who want to just go along because Trump can't be handled. And I say that in a very positive way. That's why so many were working to get DeSantis, and now because they think Haley is the, the hot candidate moving over there, because they want to maintain their power within the party, never mind public policy and certainly never mind the voters. 
Uh, fair enough. All right, guys, we got to leave it there. Happy New Year. Do you guys do any kind of like weird ball drop stuff in um, Waterloo, Stein? Are you back to this uh, this uh, uh, woman hugging tree story? With no, that, this with is that legit. Statement? No, no, no. For example, in uh, Brastown Bald, uh, North Carolina, <laughs> they drop a possum for Christmas or for New Year, rather. I'm just wondering. Do you got you know New York Times Square? They've got the you know the yeah. the, the Waterford Crystal. Get your if mind I out do- of the gutter. I, if I drop anything on New Year's Eve, it's because I've not been a very responsible adult. Let's All just right. leave well, that, that there. You go, Andy. What about you? Do you guys have like a big bash there in Wichita? Uh, I eat ham and black eyed peas on New Year's. I'm supposed to bring in the good luck. Okay. I, I'm sticking with that one. All right, that's good stuff. All right, I think we drop a guitar or something here at Memphis. I don't, uh, Grace is shaking her head. Yes. All right, guys. Happy New Year to you. Happy and New the Year, same to you. All right, Jeff Stein, Andy, who's your great radio host? We are in so much trouble today. I just got a text from uh, the head of the Nevada Talk Network. He says, and I'm going to quote here, uh, Grace, totally, period, off, period, the period, rails, period. Thank you, Wyatt Cox. All right, got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Well, the uh, Facebook crowd uh, having a little bit of fun, Grace, uh, on the uh, the oak tree story. One woman said, well, that explains those weird-looking acorns I found. Ew. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stern Show. Clay Higgins, a congressman, coming up in just a little while. Also, our good buddy Art Alley is going to be here, a founder of the timothy plan you know christmas is over but i have a really great gift idea for you for yourself why don't you gift yourself the new streaming service newsmax plus that's right folks um i subscribed love it you get newsmax's best shows with rob schmidt eric bowling by the way i'll be filling in for chris salcedo again today and would love for you to watch uh, that's what three o'clock uh four o'clock eastern and uh, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, you got all of that. You also get all of the movies, documentaries. Uh, Newsmax Plus just launched, what, about three, four weeks ago. Over 180,000 people have signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone and your home TV app. Uh, Newsmax Plus is the only streaming service that gives you all of the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News, they don't even cover the rallies. So get Newsmax Plus today. And by the way, it's free to start. That's right, free to start. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Start your free trial today. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. All right, we have a a disturbing story up on the website involving a, a congressman from New York City, from the Bronx. His name is Richie Torres, and he's a Democrat. The guy is a rock-solid pro-Israel guy, and uh, he is he is facing a lot of trouble in his in his district, uh, coming under attack. The congressman's office was vandalized over the holiday, and uh, they the they're anti-Israel activists, so they left this doll covered in blood red paint at his congressional office. The doll represented baby Jesus, and the vandals described our Lord as a Palestinian child Messiah. What is up with all of this? Jesus Christ, King of the Jews. Come on. 
A few days ago, the congressman was heckled by a pro-Hamas crowd at a Jewish community center. They were chanting, Richie Torres, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. The congressman says he's not going to be intimidated. I, I like this. I like this guy. He says Israel has a right to exist as a Jewish state. He believes in the U.S.-Israel relationship, and he promised to never waver. The guy actually sounds more pro-Israel than some on the Republican side of the aisle. So good for you, sir. And once again, a reminder, folks, they're coming after all of us, the Christians and the Jews, right? That's, That's what this is all about. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself, ladies and gentlemen. All right, got to take a break. 901-260-5926 is our number. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy New Year to you, America. By the way, the breaking news this morning coming out of Michigan, President Trump will not be removed off the ballot there. Uh, that is not necessarily the case in Colorado. Our next guest wants to wants to do something about that, and, and I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, about this um, proposed legislation that would, and this is great, it would prevent states from blocking the official nominee of of a major political party from the presidential ballot. Let's say hello to our good buddy from Louisiana, the great third congressional district, Congressman Clay Higgins. Hey, Congressman, how are you doing today? I am well, Todd. I, I trust that you enjoyed an excellent Christmas. Had a great Christmas, and uh, it's always good. What was it the Oak Ridge Boys used to sing, Christmas and Dixie? It really doesn't get much better than that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, Todd, we, we face a threat from within to, to the electoral system that our founders established. It means by which our representative republic elects the president of the United States requires the cooperative effort of every sovereign state to uh, appropriately participate in the electoral system. The Electoral College uh, vote produces an electoral slate from each state, and those slates are counted to accumulate electoral votes and determine the, uh, the leader of the executive branch of our government. So although I recognize and fully support the sovereign right of every of every individual state, uh, we as a as a republic, when it comes to the election of our president, uh, there's a requirement to participate in the electoral system. So that's what my the law that you reference, sir, is is all about: is correcting the uh, actions of any rogue state. You know, Congressman, it's it's really frightening when you step back and you watch what's happening in our in, across our nation right now, and the Democrats aren't even trying to hide the, this nefarious plot they have to take down Donald Trump. They're they're going to do it come hell or high water. Yeah, you're right. It's all about uh, to them their their agenda is essentially built around the cornerstone of that they're freaked out over 
President Trump, both in his in his first term and his potential second term, which some of us believe, you know, he he was he was reelected in November of 2020. So if he's reelected in 2024, which I, I I'm gonna do everything in my power to make that happen, that'll be his third election. But uh, I digress. The point is that. You're right, Todd. They, the left is uh, is focused on denying President Trump um, four more years of service as a, our chief executive because he breaks the machine. You know, President Trump is is he does not stand with the military-industrial complex. He does not stand with the establishment position from both parties. Of growing the government continuously and and the, the the gradual but steady erosion of our individual rights and freedoms, our liberties, and and President Trump is not about that. He 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 is a uh, interruption to the decades long establishment machine that we have seen uh, driven by both major parties. So. This is why you see such a desperate stand against him, and this action by Colorado, uh, it'll be it'll be defeated by the Supreme Court. I feel confident of that, but we should appropriately take legislative action as well as Article Three challenge and litigation. You know, it's the responsibility of Congress to produce legislation to counter uh, unconstitutional actions. Uh, from the executive branch or any injurious action that the that a sovereign state would take in this case to defeat the 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 purpose of our electoral system whereby we elect the president so I think my law should this bill should get traction quite frankly in both parties and in the Senate there are those that are saying that that uh, that the bill is you know, won't go anywhere, that it's just messaging. Well, maybe they're right, but I would argue that that this legislation that essentially amends the Electoral Count Act of 1887, uh, whereby a state electoral count shall not be counted if, in respect to the election for president, that state did not include on the ballot of that state, a candidate for president who was nominated by a major political party. And the bill is, is well written. It uses the definitions of major political party established by the IRS, longstanding definitions, and basically says that if you're a sovereign state, yes, you have the right constitutionally to determine the means by which elections take place in that sovereign state. And as a constitutionalist, I support that right. But if a sovereign state removes a, a political candidate that has been duly and legally and properly nominated by one of the major political parties. If that state removes a candidate from the ballot, that's fine. You can do that. But your slate will not be counted on I, I January 6th. i got to jump in here. Our, our time is very limited, no. and um, we are following some, some breaking news that I, I need to share with our audience uh, we are watching situations now at JFK International Airport in um, New York City. 
and Los Angeles International Airport where these pro-Palestinian mobs are blocking the entrances to the airports. I'm sure this is happening elsewhere, but these are we, we have the video now coming in armed with rocks and throwing cones and construction equipment at police. Uh, we understand uh, dozens of uh, arrests are currently underway in Los Angeles. Uh, people are literally getting out of their cars, congressmen, and they're hauling their luggage and breaking through these uh, barricades that the pro-Palestinian protesters have set up. Uh, at, at what point do, do we s- start playing hardball with these protests that are breaking out across the country? You you start playing hardball the moment you put somebody like me in charge of that crap. You, listen, a rock is a lethal weapon. Anybody that doesn't understand that has not read the Bible very much. So we, we should not tolerate as a society behavior like that. A bunch of pro-terrorist, you, you know, confused youngsters and, 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 and straight gangsters interfering with our, with our freedom to travel the land? No, sir. Those, those people would be aggressively arrested and dealt with if you had the, the appropriate leadership in, in law enforcement a, anywhere in charge where something like that happened. Let me be in charge where some riotous behavior like that happens from some pro-Palestinian or pro-Hamas or or pro-terrorist movements. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I know know that you would take care of business. Real quick here, I I do want to get your thoughts on what's happening at the border. Um, Just about every congressman we have had on over the past three weeks now, they've been telling me it's not a matter of if but when. Um, the terrorist breakout here in the United States, and we have some sort of an of an incident on American soil. Mm. Do you do you share that concern? Well, you've had, I mean, the terrorist threat that that was born of the disintegration of our sovereignty at the southern southern border and the impeachable actions of Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, yeah, it's real because it, my count is we we have. We, we very likely have uh, between one and 2,000 known or suspected terrorists uh, been allowed into the United States. And in some cases, we have paid for their transportation and moved them from point A to point B. I'm convinced of that. We have evidence of that. So, you know, when you're dealing with, with over 1,000 known or suspected terrorists, the, the odds that a, that a, that cells are being formed in densities of population across the country uh, gets very high. And if you have a terrorist cell uh, organized and 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 begin to put plans together to to uh, to attack our citizenry by some terrorist action, which can be as simple as a, you know, a rented box truck to run through a Christian crowd, or as complex as as the as the nine eleven attacks, but it, yeah, those odds get very high, and and you know we have to be diligent. We have to identify these people, arrest them, and remove them from our country. And in the meantime, Congress must move forward with impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas, right. which is exactly what we intend to do through my committee. 
in Congress next month through the Homeland Security Committee. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to have to leave it there. Appreciate your great insight as always. And I wish you and the Higgins family just a very, very great new year. Oh, thank you, Todd. God bless you, sir. We're going to be okay. All right. America. Amen. Uh, Congressman Clay Higgins, everybody. Got to run. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, welcome back. And uh, again, staff, if you guys can keep me informed of all the developments coming out of Los Angeles and uh, JFK, um, we are right now, there are giant uh, plumes of smoke um, that are rising from the roadways. We don't know if that is tear gas. It's white smoke. So we don't know if that's some sort of tear gas or whatever we see. Um, we can see just huge armored vehicles with uh, police decked out in, in SWAT gear, tactical gear, that are heading into the area. Just unbelievable. Um, the and, and by the way, literally they are blocking the roadways, literally blocking the roadways with massive amounts of construction equipment. Um, and this is happening at JFK in uh, New York and also at LAX. We're going to keep you updated on uh, on this story throughout the day. Uh, want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, say um, a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to our good friend, great sponsor, Art Alley, founder of the Timothy Plan. TimothyPlan.com is the website. Art, hope you're doing well today. I am, man. I'm, I'm recovering. Uh, we were 17 days in Japan. Wow. And, you know, it takes a little bit to readjust. The old body still thinks it's, uh, you know, 10 minutes to 4 in the morning. Uh, but anyway, here I am, and it's a delight to be with you. And Matt, you know that happening news right now is incredible. It's, it's but unfortunately, it might have been inevitable with the idiotic policies of just letting anybody, all these terrorists, sooner or later, you know, depending on what this is, something bad is going to happen. It just is inevitable. I hate to say that, but anyway, you and I, we do what we can when we can, don't we? Art, we do, and uh, if you if you read the Bible, if you've studied the Bible, you you know what what is exactly going on. Uh, this is not some sort of a political war we're dealing with here. This is something much more serious. This is a religious war. Yeah, and you know God knew all this. Nothing surprises him, and he put it down for us in the book. It's right there. Uh, are we in the final days? Who knows. Uh, I know I'm in the final days, you're in the final days, because sooner or later, either Jesus is coming here or we're going there, you know? Uh, it's not going to be that much longer. So in the meantime, we do have to occupy. That's what we've been told to do, and we're trying to do our best here, and I know you are, and keep up the good work uh, that you're alerting everybody of what's really happening. Well, you know, we, we know how the book ends, and I'm ready, and you're ready, um, and that's that's a, the, a big part of it is just being ready, being prepared, and that even includes, you know, what's happening in our economy uh, and making sure that, you know, when you're investing, you're making the right investments and that you're not supporting a lot of these radical anti-Christian organizations that are out there. Yeah, it's crazy that we do, but it, it's more out of uh, really not knowing or paying attention. 
And uh, it's a little late in the day for not paying attention. We we really do have to know what's going on and do the best we can. And that's why we're here. We're here for those. We do all the heavy lifting, all the research, all the legwork. Uh, all people have to do is, is uh, uh, come and invest biblically. And that's what Timothy stands on. That's why we were founded um, and we do not compromise, no matter what the temptations are out there. You know, Art, uh, a lot of a lot of people, and maybe college age young people, uh, might have gotten you know cash checks for for Christmas, and uh, maybe some of them are looking to to start investing. Uh, what what recommendation would you would you give them? They go to timothyplan.com or they call you guys. What kind of uh, recommendations advice would you give these folks? Well, it's 1-800-TIM-PLAN, and we have a whole team that will be able to educate them on the options. But basically, uh, there, there's a, a tried-and-true formula, Todd, that when you uh, violate it, you're going to get in a mess. And uh, it's a three-step simple process. Number one, before you even worry about investing, get out of debt totally. Period. That's the best investment you can make, and and quit going into debt by buying stuff you don't need that uh, you know sooner or later you don't want and and is an albatross around your neck. Get out of debt. Second step: build up an emergency or an operating cash fund. So when all the stuff that always goes wrong goes wrong, you have the cash to pay for it and don't have to go back into debt. And when you have those two foundational bricks established, then you can start investing. And investing is a long-term process. Uh, People who watch the markets will go crazy because short-term, they go up, they go down. Sometimes you really get um, uh, almost shipwrecked, and then you think you're on the top of the mountain and uh, that's just part of the day-to-day nonsense that goes on in the market. But if you invest in quality companies that are profitable, you can go through the daily gyrations. You need to have a longer-term uh, uh, vision on, on investment and just leave it alone. As long as you have good quality investment managers uh, operating and managing your portfolio. And I'm proud to say that, Timothy, uh, we don't manage the money, Todd. I think you know that. We engage top-tier, best-of-class money management firms that manage it. We just tell them what they cannot own for our shareholders if they fail our biblical screens. And they've been able to do that, you know, for going on 30 years now. Art and it's worked very very well. The uh, the music's about to cut us off here, but again, Uh-oh. folks, <laughs> timothyplan.com and give us that phone number uh, if our, if folks want to call for, call you. Yeah, for memory, it's real easy. One eight hundred Tim Plan. That's eight four six seven five two six. If you don't want to pick it out of the the keypad, <laughs> but one eight hundred Tim Plan. It's it's, oh. it's real easy. All right. Well, Art, uh, we're gonna we'll be talking to you in the new year. Lots of exciting things are happening. Again, timothyplan.com, ladies and gentlemen. Love it. Use it. Check it out. And call them again, 1-800-TIM-PLAN. Thanks, Art. Got to run, folks. This is the Todd Stern Show.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.